0: What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Ametallica TIS podcast with your host, yours truly, Jai Shields. Got a nice, uh, decent show for you as we continue through this coronavirus uh, trapping sort of uh, state of affairs here in America. Um, gonna have a friend of the show we haven't had him on since uh, the weekend after the Super Bowl, Brendan Dillon. He will join us to give us his thoughts on the virus along with uh, the Tokyo Games being postponed till next year, NFL free agency. He's all over the XFL, or at least he was. Uh, get into, uh, we'll get into that as the program progresses. And we'll also uh, get into uh, this Twitter argument of the top five greatest quarterbacks of all time. We'll get to that. He will come up next segment. And I got two movies I want to re- uh, give a nice little review, sports movies, Miracle and Moneyball, so stay tuned for that. And, uh, got a little bit of baseball, uh, I want to get in for this, uh, program on the last weekend of March, 2020. Okay, so, item number one, and the topic of the opening monologue, which was very difficult for me to find, uh, I mean, I had multiple avenues, I coulda, you know, I coulda've, uh... I could have given you the, the movie reviews at the top, but I didn't want to do that. I could have given you uh, basically a rundown of what I've been doing to keep myself occupied with no sports being on. Uh, what have I been doing the last, you know, this the last three weeks to keep myself occupied when there's no sports? I could have did a rundown with that and break down me, you know, making sure my brother is still in good shape if he ever plays baseball in 2020, whether it be... Well, n- definitely not with his uh, school team, his fresh soft team at Archbishop Curley High School here in Baltimore, but um, you know his club travel team, making sure that he's uh, still loose for that. Um, watching old NCAA tournament games and watching old uh, Orioles games from the uh, from years past, and well, what, what else? And watching old YouTube videos of uh, and by old I mean like you know three, four, five years ago old. Chris Move videos of him playing NBA 2K. And I've just, you know, been dying for sports. I mean, there's only so many reruns and documentaries and YouTube videos you can watch until it's like, all right, enough of this. I want to uh, get onto some regular sports. But uh, the point being is that um, I'll choose the avenue of Major League Baseball uh, and what I think they should do uh, if they, in, it's a good chance, but it's nev- nothing's never, nothing, excuse me, nothing's ever in, um, quite certainty. So, you know, I'm gonna break down what I think Major League Baseball should do and conduct their season, uh, once we get through this, uh, coronavirus pandemic. Um, first thing is Major League Baseball has to be realistic, okay? They cannot... Okay, and I read earlier uh, in the week Scott Boris saying, "Well, play Major League Baseball games into Christmas." Okay, Scott, no, okay, we're not, we we're not we can't a we're not a we're not going to and b we can't under any circumstances be playing baseball into on into Christmas. I mean, because you throw off the entire calendar and you throw off literally seasons down the road for. Playing games in, uh, you know, that late in the that late in the year. Again, nobody, um, not again, but no one in America will care about baseball after the month of October. Okay, we shouldn't be playing baseball into the late fall, winter holidays. We 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 just can't. A because it's stupid. Baseball is a springtime summer sport you know the the game isn't fun to watch and it is and it's not fun to sit in and it's not it's not fun to watch on TV it's not fun to watch at the stadium and it's not and i can certainly tell you it's not fun to play trust hey I, I know sophomore at at uh, Owings Mills High School I went uh 2 for 3 with two singles and I believe two stolen bases and three RBIs uh Playing a game when it was, when it was 35 degrees outside and snowing, played first base. So, and, and, and this is high school where you play with the metal bats, which is worse, but it's, it's definitely not fun to play, uh, you know, to play baseball when it's cold, when it's cold outside, especially, I mean, especially if you're one of the teams that are in world series. I mean, look, I mean, listen, listen to the, look and listen at the teams that, um, that, are uh, that are have World Series stakes in the 2020 season? Yankees play in a cold weather climate. The uh, the Nationals just won a World Series. They play in a cold weather climate. Uh, the it gets cold in St. Louis. They made the postseason last year. Um... If the Red Sox, they're not World Series favorite, but if they make a postseason push, they play in a cold weather climate, and they're going to get overshadowed by the Patriots and it and them having their first season without Brady sitting there since since uh, what it was without Brady as a starter since two thousand, without him being on a roster since nineteen ninety nine. I mean, it's 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 a very very dicey situation. That if I was Major League Baseball, I would stay away from. I'm, I'm not the the goal isn't well. Come hell of high water, we're playing 162, and if we and if we're playing games, you know, while uh, if we're play, if we're playing Game Six of the World Series, while uh, Charlie Brown Christmas is on ABC, after uh, Le, after LeBron uh, puts up 35 points and gets uh, 15 rebounds against the Clippers. Uh, you know we're we're playing and we're putting the game on Fox and you know, no that's that's not that's not how you should do things that's just just not it's it's illogical and it makes no sense. Now I'm gonna talk about this with Brendan and Brendan. You know he's gonna be. Oh, wouldn't you love to see baseball played in the snow? It'd be unique, but if I'm a paying customer to go to games, I don't want that. And and then they're going to say, well, well, put the game at the neutral site. Okay, baseball is not like the other Baseball is not like the NFL. The NFL is the only uh, is the only major sport you can put a game. Not that's another thing that the NFL has the advantage. Hockey, basketball, baseball. It's a series. Okay, it's not one game and you decide a champion and go home. It's a series. And which means more tic- which means more games, more tickets, which means the you know the ticket you know to it costs more to go to. I would imagine it probably costs more to go to you know four World Series games than one Super Bowl. Not not including not including travel. I would imagine, but st- again, what you, uh, the city of Houston's going to be wrapped up if the Yankees and the Dodgers are playing in a World. Houston fan doesn't in November and December when they got James Harden Westbrook on the hardwood, and then have, and then have uh, Deshaun Watson basically trying to be a one man band in Houston after Bill O'Brien essentially traded his uh his uh his a uh, wingman and DeAndre Hopkins for uh, for a uh, box of M and M's. They're gonna be more interested in that than they are uh, Yankees and Dodgers in the World Series, especially if the Yan- if the Yankees had to beat Houston to get there. No, no one's no one's gonna show up to the games. Nobody, no 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 one's showing up to the game. Are you kidding me? No one's showing up. And what do you what do you think? On a, and again, it's not like the Super Bowl where it's one game and it's on a weekend. Where you can like, gotta make a little nice weekend getaway if you live a, a decent distance away from wherever the Super Bowl site may be. But it's a, but again, what are you gonna do? You're gonna take time off from work, and you know, basically, you know, chilling Houston for three days for you know for at a neutral site World Series. There's no home field advantage in that. You know, every, you know, if. You know, I guarantee if you were to go into Houston, you'd find a couple of Yankees fans, but it's not that many. You know, you you know you you can go up to New York and find a decent amount of Dallas Cowboy fans or a decent amount of Philadelphia Eagles fans. You know, you you can, you know, you you can go to Boston and see Yankees fans. You can go to New York and find Red Sox fans. That's different but those teams don't play in warm weather climates or in uh indoor f- or in indoor stadiums okay teams like the Astros the uh the Astros Blue Jays the um the Marlins I mean, if the Marlins can't draw flies can't draw flies at their own at their own games so it makes you think that they're going to draw they're going to draw people um for for a uh you know for for Nationals, Yankees, World Series, especially you know if if Miami gets a uh, you know ends up drafting Tua, two, two, they're not going to be into that. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, the 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 only sport that that can do that is football. Because football has become such a has become such a national phenomenon as a sport and as an entertainment uh uh piece of revenue is concerned, that they can put you know they can put a game in Arizona and have the and have the in a lot okay Super Bowl forty two they can put a game in Arizona and have two teams that that are that play in the Northeast you know have the building sold out. They can do that cuz it's the NFL. NFL is the is the generates the most revenue and is the most popular league of the most popular sport in America. Baseball is not. Okay, and again, they play series. What are they going to do? Play, you know, in a best of 7 series, what are they going to play? 3 games in Houston and and play another 4 in Seattle? I mean, come on. And for the most part, the t- that for the most part, the cities that have the in- that have the indoor stadiums, they have other things that take their mind in or to take their to take their sports mind off of it. In the you know, in the meantime, so you think Seattle's going to show up to a dot to a Dodger, uh Yankee World Series? No, you can- they're going to be caught up in Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. I gave you the Houston example, Miami if they get to or who knows. Arizona, they'll be caught up with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. It's it's just, accept the fact that you have a, now listen, everybody, 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 no matter what walk of life you come from has lost money. I understand that. And I understand that there are people out there, owners included, that have to, uh, you know, that, 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 uh, that need to put money back in, back in their pocket. I understand that. But it shouldn't come to the point where we have to get crazy and idiotic in order to make up for lost time. Because like it or not, the time that, the time that we're going to lose because of this coronavirus epidemic is gone and we're not going to get it back. And baseball's going to have to accept it and realize that. And we shouldn't basically have to come up with stupid, asinine gimmicks to basically try to fit a 162-game season to the point where we try to stretch it out and make it last till New Year's Eve. It's just, it's just we we can't, we can't, we can't do that. We we just, we just can't do that. So, uh, we we have to be realistic with it. No neutral sites and dome places, because again, the NFL is the only sport that can pull that off, the only sport. And no playing games. What are you gonna, when we got Alabama, LSU sitting there, and you know, and get into the thick of things with the NFL season, no one in America is going to care. And also with the NBA starting up with their new season, no one in America is going to care about. Postseason season baseball in the month of November. Nobody. Take a break. Brenda will join us back after this. Was in another lifetime, one of toil and blood. When blackness was a virtue, the road was full of mud. I came in from the wilderness, a creature void of form. Come in, she said, I'll give ya
1: Shelter from the storm. And if I pass this way again You can rest assured
0: I'll always do my best for her On
1: that I give my word
0: In a world of steel like death And men who are fighting to be warm Come in, she said, I'll give ya Shelter from the storm. welcome back to mattella catelli's Podcast pod, excuse me podcast <laughs> here on a uh, late March show. got a little bit of Bob Dylan to uh, welcome us back and we really do need some shelter from this storm of this coronavirus and who better to talk about a coronavirus and things happening in the world uh, than a guy who wants to go into the science field as a profession we haven't talked to since uh, we recapped Super Bowl 54 back in early February. And it is my pal, Brendan Dillon. Brendan, how are you today, pal? Okay, so
1: Wonderful. Happy to be back on and to talk with you about what's going on right now in the world around us and also sports, which is, you know, a good distraction from everything that is going on in the world right now.
0: It is. Um, first things first, um, I'll get to the sports later on but um give me give me your thoughts on like this whole coronavirus and the pandemic and how the world and the country and and the Chinese government and even our president has uh responded
1: so I think that the coronavirus is a interesting situation that was inevitably going to happen in the world around us we haven't had a pandemic that's been this bad in the world since the uh Spanish flu of 1918 if well, obviously I don't think many people are alive to remember that nowadays but that was a huge right, yeah. a, that huge, had a huge effect and I bet that you remember learning about it at least in history class because it was a pretty big deal mm-hmm. um so this is it's it's big it's definitely something that's going to have an impact on our lives for the up and coming future and it's something that you you need to be aware of and you need to be constantly on the internet researching and trying to get the best info you can on it. If I were to say anything, I'd say that the management of the virus thus far has been exceptionally poor um, from pretty much every government's um, standpoint. It's obviously very highly infectious, but You see in countries like Hong Kong or Singapore, they ended up having, you know, infections very early in the virus. And they pretty much immediately fought it off by having, like, no school and no work for, like, two weeks in a row. And we ended up doing it too late. And so now people are definitely going to be infected. And that was just an inevitability. We are... um, at a standpoint now where we are going to have people dying because of this virus at a, in my opinion, criminally high rate that should have never happened beforehand um, because no, of the mismanagement. Yeah. But the thing is, we've also never encountered something like this before. The, the, the Countries like Hong Kong, for instance, have had, you know semi-problems with like SARS beforehand so they're they're aware of how to handle this virus and Singapore is actually one of the world leaders in um virus prevention and uh so they're they're aware of um how to really cut down at the source of the virus and get it to stop happening but with us Mm -hmm. our 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 government if they were to shut down we probably would have dealt with um a huge economic fallout at the beginning. Um, but we're gonna deal with it anyways. It was an inevitability that us as a country, especially being a service economy, that we were going to deal with um huge economic problems after this. And the stock market was already predicted by many economists in twenty twenty to falter. So we mm-hmm. also have to deal with that, which is really problematic because now we're going to see record uh, number layoffs in uh tons of businesses and we're going to see businesses close and uh, file bankruptcy and all that and it's going to have a huge effect on our lives um as a society so basically the coronavirus is bad and you should stay at home and you should try to avoid getting it and um Obviously be aware of the fact that there's also two different strains of the coronavirus. There's uh, COVID SARS-2 and COVID SARS-1. One One is obviously more Mm -hmm. lethal Um, and uh, be aware of that fact as well. Uh, Just understand that this is definitely not something that's going to be over and done with in like three months. And I think that China is not telling the truth with a lot of things um, when it comes to them dealing with the virus. Oh, they,
0: they they were a joke. You create the virus and you have to sit up here and have the gall and the nerve to sit up here and hide. I don't it. think I mean, that they, I don't that, think well, the, the thing is I don't
1: think that they created it. I think genuinely that somebody accidentally ate pangolin. A lot of people suppose it was pangolin, which is a type of an animal. It's like a burrowing. animal um animal that exists in china and um it held a strain of sars a lot of people originally thought it was fruit bats but the, and the reason behind that is because fruit bats actually have a very very um low body temperature and their um, ability to fight off viruses is, is extremely good uh, their protein management Um, which is the reason why their body temperature can be that low because actually inflammation is a way that the human body and a lot of other mammalians fight off viruses. But because our our body definitely isn't adapted like theirs are, they have the ability to harbor a lot of viruses that wouldn't affect them. That would totally kill us. So the same exact Mm -hmm. thing goes with the pangolin um it's definitely uh interesting and i definitely recommend that in your own time if you're listening to this podcast you do some research on that because uh it's good to be aware of the world around you and obviously be aware of how the virus even started to begin with but i do think that china did a lackluster job of managing this and the reason why the whole entire world is now infected is in large part due to the fact that china didn't set up quarantines early enough didn't Prevent people from going to places at the at that time periods, and but now our government is probably handling it even worse. So it's it's.
0: Go, go, yeah, go into detail. Um, on
1: that. well, I, I it, it's it's a lot of political mumbo jumbo, but the reason why our government especially didn't
0: you you. you. You can get into it. You ain't gonna you get. I, I, hey, I went into it last week with my monologue. So say, say, say what you want, Brennan. Well, mind. Brendan, tell well like I'm, I'm somebody
1: who's fairly, um, centrist. Um, so I don't have like a lot of like radical political leanings. Uh, but what I can say is that. I know that the biggest reason why a lot of this stuff has happened um especially high up is because politicians are trying to get elected in and stay elected um in office uh, specifically uh for presidency with uh trump and Sanders and biden all the, all these people have a uh, name in the game, even Pelosi to the extent supporting the uh the left they they've all um had their fair share of problems caught well, well they've caused problems for American society when it comes to moving this forward like the uh, two billion dollar stimulus package that was moved through um because
0: sanders we'll be we'll be we'll be paying for that well till we're in our thirties which you mean yeah it's difference.
1: um it's a complex situation, and then also the fact that um uh, Trump ended up. Basically pretending like it wasn't that big of a deal at the beginning, and it ended up obviously being a huge like, deal, and it mm-hmm. was a huge deal even when he said it wasn't a big deal, and he knew that, but he continued on that path, which
0: yeah.
1: misinformed a lot of people. You'll see that uh, people ended up dying because of his uh, references to certain medicines that you should take to try to you know, stay safe from the coronavirus um mm-hmm. in Arizona you uh see a lot of really bad mismanagement and uh you know freudian slips on television when he talks about the virus and uh mm. yeah just a lot of problems with him too but it's more like it's both the left and the right they both have caused problems with moving forward with this virus and it's all because they want to be reelected and in this environment now especially because of like trump not wanting to shut down stuff because he wants to be reelected because uh he wants the economy to be good while he's in presidency that had a huge effect on like now everything's shut down and there's a very high possibility stuff will be shut down for months now because of uh this mismanagement this blatant mismanagement of the virus uh I am kind of just left like shocked at, at how we manage this. Hmm. Especially because, you know, we're, we're, we live in the United States and it's a pretty progressive and pretty rational country. But, yet we don't manage even simple things right because everything has to go through a bunch of bureaucrats and
0: BS. Ah, so much. We we lead we lead we lead the world in uh, the coronavirus, which is very alarming because we're supposed to be the big bad United States of America. But give me your thoughts on like, have you been out to the stores? Have your parents like told you stories? Give me like give me your thoughts on on like the uh, on like the American consumer as far as like buying up all the. I talked about this on my show uh, last week. But buying up all the toilet paper, the, you know, the paper towels, leaving none left for anybody I think that else it's kind of having, hilarious you know.
1: because, you know, like, in the end, I know that you're stockpiling things that you believe are non-perishable. um, and that, That's great and stuff that is stockpiling. But this isn't like an end of the world virus, though. It's definitely a very bad ice, virus. Yeah. But this is not something where, yeah, you know, society is going to go into mass panic and things are going to collapse and society will collapse. Which we shouldn't.
0: Right. Um yeah.
1: that's not going to happen. It just it simply isn't. And uh you look kinda like an idiot when you prepare like that. Now I get some people can be like self acclaimed doomers, uh, and like be like, oh the world is going could end at any time, so I might as well be prepared to try to survive and live it out. Um but I don't really think that this logically will be that. And uh, you fighting over toilet paper in the supermarket and arguing about stuff and being super aggressive uh, against other people that live in your country, you look kind of like an idiot. And you um, definitely don't give a good perception of Americans. And I don't really respect you for looking in that way and going out there and stockpiling a bunch of toilet paper. Because, like, obviously... Uh, Toilet paper is the end-all, be-all material that you'll need for everyday life or something. (laughs) What, do you take, like, 100 shits in a day? Do you?
0: Brendan.
1: I'm just being honest. (laughs) I don't get it. I don't get it. (laughs) See, Uh... that stuff can be used for, like, gauze. That's the only other thing that I could think (laughs) that toilet paper would be used for, but... Logically speaking, you're not getting shot. You're not going to get a paper cup that you're going to need to dab up with toilet paper. You're going to have Band-Aids at home anyways, if you're a logical human being. The, the, the mass paranoia and the reactionism coming from American people is blasphemous. Totally blasphemous.
0: <laughs> you- Use use Stephen A's word. I, I like know that you. I, I like you enjoy it. it. I like it. But um, I like it. I, I I
1: wish that we were uh better uh societally at managing this stuff. But because it hasn't happened in such
0: a long time, people are just panicked, constantly panicked. So yeah, it's, and and uh, uh, do you agree with me that that the media has a lot to do
1: mm, with this? You know, semi. They have a semi part in causing this mass panic, but I think that also people, should just be smarter than to listen to the media and what they have to say all the time. There are certain things that you're going to have to trust. Scientific articles and uh, reports, normally that, that stuff you can trust because it's been reviewed and peer-reviewed to make sure that it is accurate. But when the media comes out with all this crazy fake news BS... You have to be aware. Like, you have to know that that stuff, some of the stuff that they espouse isn't true. Um, and obviously not trusted all the time. There specific things that you can trust. There are specific things you can't trust. And especially if you have a news source that is promoting a certain political viewpoint and they're going after another specific political viewpoint, you're going to find that that stuff might not be exactly accurate as it's you know should be portrayed, and it might be misconstrued to make the other party I'll, look better.
0: Blah 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 blah,
1: just stuff like that.
0: A uh, la uh, Fox News and MSNBC yeah, it's on
1: both sides. It's on both sides, and you'll find that in society like, like, everywhere. Like,
0: like those two, it's yeah. the
1: it's the biggest problem yeah. with the bi- bipartisan United States we have a lot of uneducated people who are just voting for one of the two parties that exist. And a lot of the time, both parties actually, unsurprisingly, don't really give a good rep- representation of, like, what you represent as a person. But you have to side with one of them because, you know, there's only two parties that going to get voted in, in the end, and you know it.
0: Mm-hmm. We all know it. All right. So, <laughs> So, okay. So let me ask you this: Do you think we'll be back in school?
1: To no, I think school's over. School year
0: and graduate.
1: Hundred percent, think school's over. I don't, I don't think it's even debatable. Do you, th-
0: do you think that we'll have some form of a regular graduation? No,
1: I don't think we'll have regular graduation. I think that if I think that if we do.
0: Digital graduation? Probably
1: digital. I wouldn't be surprised. I think that this stuff is going to last a lot longer than people will be surprised at how long this lasts because our numbers are rapidly influxing and staying at home isn't going to cure everybody. And not everybody's going to recover.
0: Will the NFL start? Yes, I do think the
1: NFL will start on time. I think by then it'll be over.
0: Say, say, same same thing with NCAA yeah. football. Yeah, I think that it all started. I don't think
1: I don't think that stuff is going to be affected. I think that certain seasons that have already been affected might not have have the same amount of games. So
0: that was, right, right, which leads me to my next question. So you don't think that the NBA, the NHL, will finish their season?
1: I'd be surprised if they finish it in the uh, with the game amounts that they already have written down. I don't think that'll happen.
0: Do you think baseball will have some form of a season?
1: Yeah, but it'll be shortened.
0: How short? Uh
1: not probably majorly. It's already it's obviously already been shortened.
0: Right, by like three um, days, yeah.
1: But but a few weeks. Because opening days are supposed to be like a month. I'd say like a month, maybe, two months.
0: So you think that they'll play about a hundred? You, so you'll think that they'll play a, more than one hundred and fifteen games in their season. Probably, hopefully. So, so by that notion, you would you expect the season to start sometime in July? Yes. Is what I'm getting at.
1: I think that's a rational.
0: Let's I think see. that
1: it'll be three or four months. Let's I think that ration would be like three or four months.
0: So g- give give me a give me a date in July. July the first, July the second, third. Where are we getting at here?
1: I don't know. Probably at the start of July. I'd say July first. I can't give you an exact date.
0: So you think? So you think by July first we'll have Hopefully. baseball?
1: If we don't, there's something majorly wrong.
0: Okay. That's thirty. Okay, that's thirty-one. Right there in the month of July. Um another 31 in august that's 62 and september that's 30 so n- about ni- 90 yeah, plus yeah, games. yeah 90, more like 90. Games? I think that,
1: or maybe maybe they somehow extend the season so you can get in the uh, approximate amount of games and then we have a uh so, some really lately late season games that we've never seen before
0: yeah, I mean, that's what one of the baseball, big-time baseball, I don't know if you heard of him, one of the big-time baseball agents, Scott Boris, saying earlier this week to be pulling baseball into Christmas. I already voiced my opinion in what the segment say? segment. You, like like, you wouldn't like that?
1: You wouldn't like snow he, baseball?
0: I, 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 I don't like that. But it's not the fact about me, Brian. America is not going to care about playing baseball into November when they got LeBron, you know, they're not going to care about baseball when they got LeBron James and the Clippers playing each other on Christmas Day. And, and let me see, it's Christmas, Christmas fall. OK, well, Christmas falls on the Friday, so we would not have to worry about it. But with NBA, NHL, and then who knows how the baseball and who knows how the baseball see, or excuse me, who knows how the NFL and the college season will end up. No one, no one will care about we shouldn't be playing baseball on Christmas Day, but he can make on top of it is it's going to throw off the entire um, schedule for seasons to come. We, we, sh- we shouldn't be playing. We shouldn't be playing baseball past the first past the first week in November. If we're still playing baseball come Veterans Day, that's a, that's so? a problem. Yes, we we should we should be they and like I brought up in the last segment, baseball has to realize that they're not the only business that has lost revenue and have lost business days slash business hours because of this virus. You're gonna have to have to buckle up, put your big boy pants on, suck it up, accept it, and move on. are certain things and certain days they're not going to be able to get back. It's just the fact that it matter, and they shouldn't tried to jam in a hundred and forty hundred and thirty hundred and forty hundred and fifty game season to the point where we're playing games i brought it up as an example last segment. playing game six playing game six of the, of the world series you know on uh, th- on thanksgiving night going up against i don't know Tampa and the and the Packers on NBC. We, we, if we're playing baseball past the week past the week of November ninth through the third, November eighth through the fourteenth, Veterans Day week because it falls on that Wednesday the eleventh. If we're playing baseball past past that point, we have we have a serious problem, especially when you have. The team when you have all of these teams that are gonna be in World Series contention and play in cold weather climates, the Yankees are one of the top favorites in the American League. They play That'd in the be cold awesome. weather city. Come on. Okay. Uh uh yeah, no it'd no be no so cold Not as awesome as you'd think. The the the, the Minnesota Twins won 100-plus games. They're on a World Series favorite, but they'll be playing postseason baseball more likely than not. They play in the cold-weather climate. They don't play in the Metrodome anymore. The Indians, they play in a cold-weather. What are people in Cleveland going to care more about uh, the Cleveland Indians ham and egging their way into a postseason when they got Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. sitting there for the Browns? Not a chance, okay? Um uh the um let 's go to national league uh the nationals just won a World Series, they play in a cold weather climate yeah but we um, but you,
1: yeah but people definitely walk don't even pretend like they won
0: but but it's not but you miss my point. The point is that baseball will take a back seat because the winter and the fall sports beginning into the thick of the thick of their season around the holiday season. So wait can you can you can you time.
1: can you tell me here? And do you, that, you really think that uh the uh fall sports are more popular than the uh summer sports
0: football yeah football's the number one sport in America. But sports. some it's something it's something yeah, that so you definitely football, sometimes football don't agree with. <laughs>
1: Sometimes you say that
0: baseball My, well, is the uh, I, American pastime. <laughs> it it has history to it, but it's not. But it's no one. It's it's not even close to being America's most popular sport. It's football, and I and I accept that, and I totally get that. But again, we should be playing baseball into the winter months, you know. And and the idea of having these neutral sites. At, you know, having the having the uh, you know having the Yankees and the Twins play a play a ALDS in Miami. I mean, okay, it's not like okay, the NFL, Brennan, is the only sport you and I both know this. They're the only league, the only sport that a has a a, a, a one game championship, one game. It's not a it's not a best of seven like hockey, basketball, or baseball. It's one game. Not to mention. The NFL is so big of a of a national empire as far as a sports league and an entertainment and a form of entertainment is concerned that they can, like the example I gave my monologue, they can have Super Bowl 42 in Arizona and have two teams that play up in the Northeast participate in the game and sell out the building. Baseball, baseball, they can't do that. They can't have baseball can't have Yankees and Dodgers and play a game in Miami. It's just yeah. it's just not gonna work. The, 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 my, Miami, Miami is a terrible sports town as it is. They they rushed for the gates, they rushed for the exits, and I believe it was game five or a game six of the uh no, it it was uh game five or game six of the two thousand and yeah, I'm look I'm looking it up right now. It was about game five or game six. Game yeah, game six of the 2013 NBA finals, where if Ray Allen hadn't made that clutch three to send the game into overtime, the entire building would have been empty. I mean, Brendan, they had they had to basically like have the crowd wear all white to make it like a party-like environment. Miami is a terrible sports town. Terrible. Fluffy exits had not been for Ray Allen hitting down that three, and all of a sudden the fans started rushing back into the seats. Okay, they don't show up to the they don't show up to the Marlins games. They Don't show up to the to the, the. I know the Dolph the Dolphins team stinks, but they don't show up to the Dolphin games. And they don't show up to the Marlins games. And the Marlins playing one of the most beautiful ballparks and yet you in love all of baseball. Miami. And you can't sit up and you, and you can't sit up here and say, well, it's well it's hot because they have because they have a retractable roof and air conditioning. And they ha- and they've won two championships within the past what 25-30 years, unlike a handful of franchises I can give you that has better attendance than the Miami Marlins. So the idea of putting a neutral site between the Dodgers and the Yankees down at Miami or Houston. Houston. Houston isn't going to care about the Yankees being in a World Series playing against either the Dodgers or the Nationals, especially if the, if the Yankees knock them out to get there. And they're not going to care when they got James Harden and Russell Westbrook sitting there for the Rockets they can they can uh, depend on for the, for you know, with basketball, with the Rockets. And then I'm also not going to care because it's going to be wrapped up on seeing how Deshaun Watson and we'll get to that in a minute on how Deshaun Watson basically is going to survive with Bill O'Brien essentially trading his right-hand man and DeAndre right. Hopkins for a bag <laughs> it's of so bad. Doritos. That's
1: like one of the worst trades um, that I've ever seen in NFL history.
0: <laughs> well, Oh, we'll, we'll
1: my God, that, we'll that makes you laugh so, so hard. Why but would you do not, that
0: to Nuke? They're, they're not going to care. They're not going to care. Oh, it's so stupid, that's just, though. You know it's stupid.
1: And you find it hilarious.
0: It is. It is. We'll get to that later on. Um, here's a, uh, Let's uh, get a little fun here. Um, So talk to me, pal. What have you, what have you been doing? Tell me, tell the audience of, like, uh, ten people um what you've been doing to keep yourself occupied uh during this uh coronavirus pandemic give us the situation with school because we both go to different schools and everything else it's going well we're online
1: classes right now we have obviously staved off to uh the 24th of april because that's when they said that schools would reopen but it's probably not going to happen just logically speaking here um which means that we'll probably be doing online classes till graduation, which is going to be different. going to be an experience. I Mm -hmm. am... I've been playing Animal Crossing, uh, because that just came out. And it's pretty fun on the Switch. So that's good. I've been playing on my PS4, playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is good. I finished that game. Um, Now I just need to finish it to 100% completion. Then, you know, I'll be done, done, which will be awesome. Uh, just distracting myself a little bit, right. so I don't need to feel so anxious about all this because it's pretty bad, and right. we all know it's pretty bad right,
0: right. I know this, but explain to the audience, you were actually on spring break when this whole um yep. shutdown blah well, well, we occurred, already correct?
1: knew immediately when the last day started that schools were going to be closed because they told us I remember I was out in the cross field. And um, I was finishing my sprints and I uh was doing the last sprint and I just kind of like jogged it slowly because it was kind of like a realization that this possibly could be my last time ever playing like lacrosse on a lacrosse field, so I jogged it over to the sidelines um for my very last sprint and um. Then uh, my dad came over and he was like, yeah, they canceled school for this amount of time. And uh, I was kind of like, yeah, I expected it. I just was kind of reflecting on it. Um, We also had a lacrosse game with the girls that day after practice ended, which is kind of fun, so at least we got, like, one last lacrosse game in, even if it was only, like, if it was girls lacrosse, that kind of sucks, but...
0: How, how, how did that how did go well, into that? money? We hear.
1: probably should have we should have won, um. but girls rules and, like, the game was basically rigged for the girls to win, which I'm, I, I know you're not surprised <laughs> about that, because it's not like we really know girls rules lacrosse <laughs> at all. Um, so they won by like a point, which is whatever. Um,
0: were 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 they good this year? Feel free feel free to be honest and say no, they weren't. They were no, actually they they're weren't. not
1: bad. I, I'll tell you that they've going back very to school quick. Girls like Haley Polk is extremely quick, for example, and Lauren uh, Mezzanese, Well, just the is in general, just very athletic um so th- they definitely had potential to go very far uh if you know they actually got the chance to play a season, but sadly they didn't um I feel bad for them. I really do genuinely feel very bad because well they they they're not gonna have a season either. It's unfortunate. They, they canceled all our games today, by mm. the way. We got the notification on the portal um, of them canceling literally every single main season game. So, like, I'm pretty prepared for them to say that we're not going to have a crowd season, which kind of a sho- shock. Um, I don't know. We might play in summer. Doubtful, but we might. That's about all we can hope for. I know that you don't really care because you're not doing baseball or nothing, so it don't matter to you.
0: Nah, my 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 baseball my baseball days are numbered. But my brother's season, my brother finally, you know, make you know, buss buss his ass to make the fresh uh, soft team for curling, which was which was no easy task, by the way. And you know, he's practicing for about you know three weeks, and then this thing comes down, and because he plays fresh soft, they have the shortest season, and they would have played their first game. On to the on uh, Tuesday, the twenty fourth fourth, and he would have played his second game on Friday the, tw- and he, you know it killed him that uh, it killed him that uh that he wasn't you know he's he's not going to play fresh off for a uh, for the twenty twenty, which is weird because because when it comes back
1: You're next year. You,
0: you know JV. what are you gonna do? He he's a right, yeah. I mean, there are gonna be guys that graduate, so there'll be empty spots in there. But what are they? Well, what are they gonna do? I mean, as far as like assessing talent and you know, because he's in a tricky spot, like you said, like you said, you know, make it up to JV. But he really, but it's almost as if like he he skipped a and step. Play fresh, fresh off. He but didn't does go up he play outside that.
1: of school though? All
0: right he does, yeah. Club club, club travel, which, which according to, like, your, which it looks like according to, not what I think, I think he'll be, he'll be, his uh, club travel starts up in May, um, and it, I think it lasts <laughs> into the summertime. Excuse my uh, crude brothers and sisters that just Burks. came in and yeah, <laughs> something crazy, yeah. But, But <laughs> It was funny. Who cares? Anybody listen to this anyway? Um, but other than that, um, it, it'll be interesting to see how how that uh, how that shapes out because him essentially skipping a step of not playing a fresh soft baseball and how and how we'll go into that. But it sucks for all the seniors in high school and in college that uh, essentially miss what could be like their final season playing lacrosse or lacrosse or baseball and even those who were in tournaments with the winter sports with hockey and basketball how they won't be able to finish what they started because of this virus it's i mean it's It's a lot worse than you
1: could ever probably it's it's terrible especially for me you know because i definitely want to I wanna I wanna, play, right. I wanna, I wanna play my last. I wanna, I wanna play my last season. One hundred percent. Finish the
0: deal. Right, right. F- finish the deal. Yeah. Um, the twenty twenty uh, Tokyo Summer Games are postponed to twenty twenty one. Give me your thoughts. I don't right really, I don't, I don't
1: really, I don't really think it's anything that wasn't already. Not expected. really.
0: They, we we should. They should have. They should have canceled or not canceled, but they should well, be yeah, like the first actions. ones like to, the, they, to the, postpone it. The games hadn't started yet, though, so like, in my opinion.
1: it's not like it's like that their fault, and it's like a super bad thing that they didn't postpone in advance or whatever. Maybe, maybe, they, but like nobody's gonna get hurt by postponing yeah, it now. They nobody's gonna before. get hurt previously until like the games actually started. Then people get hurt. True. Um because you know, the games are going to happen anyways, and I'm sure the teams are already set, so it's basically just continuing training. So it can't be that bad. Now, the only people that I feel bad for may be people that, like, if they do end up redoing games and stuff, for certain stuff in... Uh, the Olympics, that might suck for some older guys who might need, not not be able to really play at their level the next year after, but that's highly doubtful. Drop-offs are not normally that big year to year. Normally, it's pretty evident that they're not very good beforehand. So, yeah. That's my opinion on it. Probably not all that insanely radical or anything, but it's, it's what I think. <laughs> mm.
0: Right. Um all right, now we'll get to the sports, primarily football. But before we get to the NFL and the free agency stuff, give me a thought. You were a bit. you were you were um matter of fact, last time we had you on was the first opening weekend of the new um new and improved X F L and you you know, you, you love you love you loved your XFL and the uh, DC defenders. Not with Josh, Josh DC, DC and
1: defenders me, here, Josh, Johnson. The DC defenders in Josh Johnson. Give me uh, Jones.
0: your thoughts on what you thought of the DC defense. No, it's here. fine. No, oh, it's I'm totally sorry, fine. Cardale Jones. Yeah, I'm sorry. My bad on that. But but uh, give me but give me your thoughts on uh, what you thought of the uh, um, of the new and improved season. It was good. XFL. It was a good
1: season. Uh, obviously, cut really short. They only had five games in their season, uh, but it was uh fun. I actually mm. enjoyed watching the, uh, the games happen. I think that they were pretty entertaining, and I think that they'll come back next year and do well enough. There was certainly a drop-off in viewership as the days went on, but I think they kind of expected that there would be a drop-off in viewership. That's just how most audiences are, unfortunate as it is. So uh, it's not like it's much of a surprise that there's a drop off. Jai j al j- 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 always is going to say stuff like, "Uh, it's it's, it's because the season's going to end. They're gonna they're gonna end up canceling, like the AFL or whatever." And I'm just like, probably not. Like I don't think so. They 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 are in it for the long haul because they've they've had a lot of time to pre plan this. I think they were. I think they were very successful. They were. They I think were that successful. Well, that. They were successful. I don't think that they're gonna have like inv- a huge, huge, heavy drop off in, uh, you know, people watching from this year to next, um, because a lot of the main viewership already ended up showing up by like game three or whatever, because you know you see that it evens out with the TV ch- chart ratings and stuff.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean Vince McMahon, yeah. I mean Vince McMahon. He stayed out of the way, no gimmicks, none of the that old XFL uh, gimmicky crap. I mean, he pretty much stayed out, stayed out the way, provided the money, but let the people with the football experience run the run the ship. I mean, it it wasn't ter- it wasn't terrible, but again, it's kind of I mean, what oh, I yeah. would do now for XFL football, you you wouldn't understand, but um. Well, I. I well, you don't I, I, understand. I
1: just, what do you mean? I you don't know? understand. No, explain it to but, me.
0: Uh, but, but uh, you don't. You don't. You don't understand because I am so desperate for sports right now, Brendan. I mean, what what I would do to have what I would do to watch the Orioles play a live game against the New York Yankees, even if it means they lose the game seventeen to one. I'd I'd give my right arm to do it. I mean, I'm so. What I'm surprised about right now, it's it's is unbelievable. the fact that they are
1: doing it. But
0: backstream
1: stream uh... sports games. To be honest, like it can't be, if you'd have people test get tested like every single other day, and they work in facilities and stuff, it can't be that difficult to have a game where somebody isn't infected. Obviously, obviously, there's going to be whole entire teams that'll end up getting infected, though, which right. is probably the reason why they don't want it, because <laughs> you know, Rudy Gobert infected half his team.
0: Rudy Gobert, which Rudy Gobert personally, but like, yeah.
1: definitely, it's 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 a feasible thing that they could have done, but uh, ended up not working out in the end because uh, some certain people ended up getting the coronavirus that play on uh National sports teams, congratulations, guys! Good job, you did it.
0: Yeah. Um, before we get to the, I'll have the NFL free agency be the with grand who? finale. But I was getting into a Twitter beef. Um. Yeah, and yes, another Twitter beef with these people on Twitter. That are trying to tell me that Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Jim mm-hmm. Brees because Stephen A. Smith put out on his Twitter page earlier in the week of his top five quarterbacks.
1: No of offense, all but time. what universe is is that to read it to <laughs> you. I don't know one universe where that could but, even be possibly feasibly true.
0: But you want to hear? Them. Brady, Montana, Elway, Manning, and Rodgers. And no, and no breeze. LA, Manning, no, and and no, rivers, no, breeze, rivers, no rivers, Unitas, like no. Uh,
1: he, I think he could be a top not, five, debatably. He pretty, not top he's pretty five, nah, record-breaking go passing season. No, totally, no, totally. No, in my no. opinion, not he hasn't he hasn't won anything. But you know, not he a he's a no, passer like no, all of them.
0: No, where's no, Marino? No,
1: that's another good question.
0: No, no, right? It, yeah, that that's the one. I, that's when I really was like bringing it up to people. I'm like. I'm like, what? I'm like, you guys ever heard of Dan Marino? And all I got my mentions. Well, Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. I'm like, this guy until Drew Brees came behind and literally (laughs) broke all of them. This guy had like every passing record known to man. I mean, I'm sorry, but I mean Dan Marino ex- exists. Believe it or not, okay. When we talk about top five grades of all time, yes, Super Bowls coming to the play with quarterbacks like Montana and and Brady, but individual achievement and individual records has to hold some weight. And Breeze, uh, Breeze Marino and Unitas. And Bradshaw and Star—that's five guys right there. I'd put i put on that list over uh, Aaron Rodgers. May maybe not so Starr, Star, but especially Unitas, Breeze, and um, Marino, and 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 Aaron Rodgers is better. Oh, give me a freaking break, guys. Uh, Brendan—he's one in three in NFC Championship games. He absolute he and his team collapsed. Or what are they? One and three? No. Are they out. one and three? Uh, let me let me check that. I think they're one and three. They yeah. lost they collapsed against the Seahawks. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah, they are one and three. They collapsed against the Seahawks. Russ Wilson had, like, as bad as the first half you could ever have and came back and resurrected him and his team and came back and went to the Super Bowl and beat him, okay? they He was rattled against the Falcons in 2016 because he, he lost on the road to them in 2016. And he played Epps, and I don't care what the final score is and the – the eye test, okay, I could care less about a few touchdowns he scored in garbage time in the middle of the third quarter, I'm not interested, he was atrocious in the championship game against the 49ers, atrocious he's 1-3 in the NFC championship games, okay and, and the guy really has not done a whole heck of a lot outside of outside of uh, his Super Bowl victory in 2010 I mean, let's be. Yes, the Hail Marys are nice. Yes, he's an impeccable talent. Yes, he's great for the game of football. I understand on that, all that. But top five greatest in the history of the sport, when you got Marino, Unitas, and Breeze sitting there, not not a chance, not a chance. And don't and don't give me Super Bowl. And don't give me a, Breeze has had the advantage of playing inside or Breeze you know, Breeze plays on field turf That's
1: or Breeze plays on like That's a just winter,
0: I don't want to hear it, okay Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers is not, he is, he has Hall of Fame talent but he is not an all-time great under any circumstances because I can give you about Debatably five far. to ten different quarterbacks that are better than then, then uh, yeah, and you can even debate Farf too, but not not a chance in Rodgers, especially these two, the, or actually these three. These three, you cannot convince me anywhere in the universe, any time, deep place, whatever. You cannot convince me that Unitas, Breeze, or Marino is worse than Rodgers. Because all three are better than Rodgers. And I could care less about Marino and not going to any Super Bowl. Until Manning and Breeze literally came behind him and broke and took all of his passing records that he had known to man. Dan Marino was the guy as far as individual all-time quarterback performance is concerned. Pretty great, really. I mean, he's, 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 he's crazy. this is just crazy. It's, it's 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 ridiculous, but leave that as it may. Um, NFL free agency—you wanted to get into Bill O'Brien and that acid on trade okay. with DeAndre Hopkins. I, can't even I gave my audience my thoughts. You sir have the floor. What
1: the heck? Why would he do that? I didn't say, I didn't say Duke Johnson. I said I said Nuke.
0: You or yeah. not Duke Johnson? Yeah, um Duke. DeAndre no, Hopkins.
1: Um. Oh DeAndre Hopkins, Nuke New, New Hopkins, he you don't deserve that at all. It, it it's just it's embarrassing. And um it, it's it's pretty uh bad overall that Bill O'Brien would even do such a thing to uh him given the fact that like he is one of probably the best wide receivers in the NFL right track. now. Um which just like he doesn't deserve top that at all.
0: top five hands down definitely yeah.
1: not, and it makes him look bad too.
0: And 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 the and Deshaun Watson yeah exactly it, it, it makes him saying it makes him look bad is being light about it is being friendly about it he looks like a horse's ass that he traded his dynamic. Heisman Trophy winning national championship winning quarterback that he, that he traded his main man to Arizona okay. to a running back that only has one thousand rushing yards season in his career who doesn't even crack the top twenty five is the best running backs in the sport. I mean that that that's a joke and. It, and especially, especially in an off season where he's coming off of, absolutely looking like a complete buffoon and idiot, with how he coached that second quarter. He's, in he's the a Chiefs buffoon, downright though. Like not in, even in, in debatably. What are we?
1: What, what, what are you even talking about? Debatably, he he is just a buffoon. That's what he is. He's a clown.
0: It's 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 crazy. Um, uh, A.J. Green got the franchise tag with uh with Cincinnati, so it looks like the Bengals will be getting Burrow. Your team follows up after mine and Washington Redskins. Chase Young, Chase it's Young, not or... I don't want people to keep entertaining that we're gonna get too off. Uh, that'd
1: be so stupid. That'd be just. I can't even quantify how irritated I'd be if we got to him. is not worth it. He's not worth that high a pick, and he's not a generational <laughs> talent like KCM. <laughs> and you know it. We all know it.
0: it I got another thing for you. No. Is a boy no, Cooper worth a hundred million dollars? I can't believe that. <laughs> that 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 is a terrible. We tried. Terrible. We tried to get Why? him. I think Frazier Moore, and he
1: said that he's we not. Want a he's not
0: team. even top ten. He's okay, but oh my god, giving him a hundred million dollars. When you when again, and here's the thing about Dak Prescott that puts the Cowboys in a weird situation where I can understand where they're coming from, but they overpay like you wouldn't believe. Prescott is not good enough where he can basically smart. be a yeah, Russell Wilson and that. put the team on his back and carry him to the promised land. He Dak Prescott needs talent around him in order for him to be good. But the thing you also have to keep in mind is that Dak Prescott has the advantage of playing the most valuable position in the sport. Amari Cooper and Ezekiel Elliott does not. So I understand the Cowboys wanted to basically lock up a weapon for him, especially that Jason Witten is now a Raider, but come on out a hundred, a hundred million dollars now. That that that's rough. What what do you think about the Ravens? I mean, they they signed Derek Wolf to one year deal earlier today. They basically they're making get, pretty smart they basically moves. stole Calais not, Campbell from the Jacksonville Jets. Not exactly
1: happy, but I they're mean, making what, some pretty smart moves. Give me, give me
0: give your moves. thoughts on the yeah. Ravens.
1: Derek the Derek getting Derek Wolf back for a year is pretty good. Calais Campbell is a great pickup <laughs> for them. Um Sneak sneaky. They're definitely, uh, sneakily getting some pretty good prospects out of, uh, free agency. And, um, unlike us, we've just made really small dents. They, they're actually picking up people that kind of have some name w- warranted recognition like Colias Campbell. you know, he's, he's somebody people know. And, um, with us, what mm. we got like Titan Logan Thomas, we got Kendall Fuller again, which is pretty fantastic, but, um. They definitely have had a much better free agency, I think. Overall, sneakily better than us. <laughs> your,
0: your favorite, your favorite I'm guy, happy about that. NFL I think that for he actually is like a player. Well give me your thoughts on that.
1: And they obviously need somebody like him, especially after Andrew Luck and then Jacoby Brissett. I think that they getting. Well, in my opinion, one of the better quarterbacks of all time on their team. I think that you can't really go wrong with that, can you? <laughs> Even if he's old? Like, really? I, I honestly think yeah. that you're going to find that the Chargers right. are going to regret doing what they did. I mean, they, yeah, they
0: they, they treated... Yeah, yeah, unlucky. Um, Cam Newton is out and Teddy Bridgewater is in. Teddy Bridgewater, he uh, he's a competent quarterback. He's not exactly a uh, it's not he's not necessarily a proven winner, and yeah, he can get the job done. But he, I wouldn't imagine that he's the future for the Carolina Panthers, especially with the new coach from Baylor coming in there. Um, Cam Newton, regards, what you want to say. The guy is, he's, he shot. I, I, me personally, I wouldn't just came in with a 10 foot pole. He's got a bat. He's got, in, he's injury prone. His shoulder is shot. Has, has pitiful accuracy throwing the football. Gets banged around. You know, he's, what is he, 6'5, 6'6, 240 something. I mean, I, I can't. Have my quarterback of that stature, that height, basically throwing himself to the wolves every game, you know, running the football when he when he he's when his short- when he's got a bad shoulder and he can't throw. But Cam Newton is out. In Carolina, Teddy Bridgewater is in. Give me your thoughts on that,
1: especially with the stuff with um, Teddy and then getting picked up and replaced for Cam. It's interesting. I'd say, but yes, Cam has fallen in some way, shape, or form. He's not as good as he once was, and he's been in the league eight years now. Um, So, moving on, nine years. Nine years. Damn, nine years. Since
0: 2011.
1: Um, and uh, he definitely isn't as good as a lot of people say he is now used to be a lot better, and he's declined as time has went on. Now, them gambling on Teddy, who has a cheaper contract, debatably, um, might be better for them short-term, but I'm not so sure it's going to do them much long-term. I'm sure that they'll probably end up regretting it either way either either option probably wasn't the best option and I feel like Teddy probably isn't as good as he once used to be Ah, uh, that's my opinion that's my opinion as well because uh, t- Teddy Teddy got hurt and then he was dropped and Teddy Bridgewater was never really all that good to begin with yeah like it's not great not a great situation is it Right.
0: Yeah, Um, Emmanuel Sanders goes from the 49ers to the Saints on a two-year deal uh, looking to be the number two to Michael Thomas I say it's a and we'll get to of course we'll get to Brady in a minute but this has to be make or break for the Saints when, especially... you when probably be locked up for the I don't the think that... I think that him, unlike some more the he'll
1: retire there. And I think is. New Orleans is his city. Uh, unlike Tampa Bay, which... Yeah.
0: The... Right. Do, do, you th- no. do you think this is make break you for, uh, for a long time with Michael Thomas is concerned. Along.
1: I think that Michael Thomas is, is the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. Pretty much undebatably. Um, and I think that he is a pretty generational talent. So, I don't think that they have any rush. I don't think they really need to rush at all. Yeah, so uh, Todd Gurley got cut Stephanie, by the Rams.
0: Is now an Atlanta he's Falcon He honestly he he's very good. Go and I
1: think that whoever you said the Falcons, right? Yeah, it was the Falcons. Um, they're they're going to be very happy with what they got. They're going to be happy with what they got because Todd Gurley is yeah, fantastic. He's Falcon, it's though. it's not exactly surprising because he's had injury issues for a while. So you know he had a gigantic contract. Uh, contract. And them getting that off the books, or at least marginally off the books, is beneficial for them. But is it a win? I don't
0: think
1: so. I don't think so. I think that, I think that it's just cutting them cutting their losses and hoping that, mm. that uh, LA I mean, they're, they're will going... be able to rebound.
0: I mean, they're, they're in cap hell right now. And I... Believe they don't have any first round draft picks. Um, I think for the next two upcoming NFL drafts, and when on, you on have that, and you're in cap hell because you decide to give Jared Goff stupidly give Jared Goff all that money. I mean, you go, you're in the you're it's not a surprise you're in the situation that you're in. Todd Gurley is a good talent; he's a good running back, but I don't know whatever it was that week of the uh, Cowboy game in the divisional round back in the 2018 season, he has just not been the same, uh, the same receiver or excuse me, the same running back since. I don't know what it is, but you know, he, he wasn't active in the game plan in the championship game against the saints. He did little to nothing in the super bowl against the Patriots. I mean, I I don't know. You don't think so? I really don't know if, uh, if if he if he still has it, running Maybe back you age re- quickly. I don't know. I mean, running backs, running backs, they in. You know, they they age quickly, and when you got arthritis in your knees, and you're in what your late twenties, early thirties, as he is, you 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 could be you could be in trouble. You really you really could be in trouble. Um, sticking with the NFC South, um, Tom Brady leaving the New England Patriots to, the, to uh, be a Tim Bay Buccaneer for two years. No more of uh, the Brady and Belichick dynasty is over. And is it ironic and poetic that the last pass James Winston threw as a Buccaneer was a pick six, and the last pass Tom Brady threw as a Patriot mm-hmm. was a pick six in the playoff loss Crazy. against... The uh the
1: Titans back on uh, Wildcard Card uh, Saturday.
0: The Bucks are hoping they're hoping he's still
1: good. I'm not sure. I think he's fallen off a while back. I think that he was worked with through the system to be efficient, but I don't think he's anywhere near as good as he used to be. Hopefully that hopefully Bruce Arians somehow does something with it. Do I think Bruce Arians will actually do something with it? No. But uh you can always hope as a Bucks Bucks fan. Well, Bruce Arians is a very smart guy, right? But Why, why, do, you I think that? That
0: why do you say Brady that? I think that Brady
1: fell off the wayside maybe like four years ago. I think that he is not good, not nearly as good as he used to be. And um, he's definitely overrated in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I agree. Play right now.
0: Overrated all know, time, or overrated as in like his play right now. Oh, I,
1: I, I know it's fair to say, Jai. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that,
0: that's, I'm, that's I'm aware
1: because uh, he's not definitely not as good as he used <laughs> to be. It's almost undebatable. A lot of people that do debate it, well, now don't exist because he's not a Patriot anymore. Patriots fans mean stupid and stuff.
0: <sighs> yeah I mean uh, and the idea that the Patriot fan you know they haven't to said Tom they have Brady, how dare you leave us and and you know you know F you well I'm I, Katie Nolan at ESPN for like the first time in her life there's a story I read earlier in the week that she was like F you to Tom Brady because Tom Brady had, had that's left a joke. the Patriots, and she <laughs> oh, apparently oh, like it, really op- like it really uh, was
1: Patriot his like it really was his They so. weren't gonna give him another contract it's, at all.
0: That is a joke.
1: How dare you leave us? The hell are you talking about? If you want, if, if they wanted him so bad, they would have picked him up immediately. Because <laughs> he's taken team friendly contracts since the freaking beginning of his career. How dare you, he leave us? Blah blah blah. That's a joke. I don't even like Tom Brady, and I know that's a joke.
0: <laughs> <The> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm still laughing because I'm reading like the the newspaper, New York Post, um Clutch Points, Total Pro Sports. I mean, how do you, you to really stupid. F you Tom Brady after all he's done? Like you stupid. said, that that is a joke. That that's that's Nine Super Bowl, you want me to read, read you his resume? Nine Super Bowl appearances, okay, six Super Bowl um, championships. I believe he has five uh, Super Bowl MVPs. The only year that um, he didn't win is when Deion nine. Branch won in Super Bowl 39, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um yeah, nine. My my audience gets a gets a big kick out when to put the nine. Okay, not five. So he has four. Super Bowl thirty six, thirty eight, forty nine. Excuse me, forty nine and fifty one. Uh, Edelman, I believe, won Super Bowl MVP two years ago, and Dion Branch won MVP in Super Bowl uh, thirty nine against the Eagles. But four-time Super Bowl MVP, six-time champion, nine Super Bowl – excuse me, no I keep on doing it – nine Super Bowl appearances for the Patriots, 14 Pro Bowls, three first-team All-Pros, three-time MVP um, award winner, has led the league in passer rating twice, has led the league in passing yards three times, has led the league in passing touchdowns four times, okay? Um and was and was named to the NFL 100 all to the NFL 100 all time team quarterback. Okay, and 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 is a and is a no doubt first ballot Hall of Famer that came from being the hundredth and ninety ninth pick in the 2000 NFL draft to one of the greatest to ever play the position. And I got Katie Nolan talking about "F Tom Brady." After all he's done, he's a he's 42 years of age. He's been with the same freaking team since two thousand. He made the and Patriots fans don't like hearing this, you know, you know, the the the, the Brady lovers, but and then the and the bandwagons. But contrary to popular belief, Tom Brady made the Patriots like a yeah. fan. Like Tom Brady. And now Brady the question is only gonna be relevant anymore. on a on a <laughs> national sports scale.
1: check alone.
0: Right with with, Be- with Belichick sitting there with uh, with with no Brady for the first time really in his career since his days back in Cleveland. 100 percent. Brady's allowed to move and choice. do whatever he wants. Okay, it obviously wasn't his choice. Belichick got sick. Of, Be- the Patriots didn't but didn't then, want to but pay for some reason. No one thinks- years of age all that money.
1: For some reason, she thinks and, 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 and that it was and, and his and choice. And Belich- Belichick just to it
0: need had it. enough. Well, had enough
1: of them. Bro, what's what are you what are you even talking about? What are you talking
0: creative. about? It, Seriously, I don't. I, I just, It was
1: totally the team. The team's given up on them.
0: That the t- the team wanted an wanted enough of you And again- again he's I off you know, i don't blame him forty two years of age like you said but how da- as how as, dare as he has been in past season he's falling off about? like you said i mean come on now that that that's that's that, that that's a little bit that's 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 a bit ass that's asinine you gotta be honest that's at that aspect, After all he's done for the franchise and all he's done for the team, I mean, give, 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 give me a break. Give me a freaking break. He, he's Tom Brady, okay? He made the Patriots relevant as a franchise in professional sports. Okay? Nine, nine Super Bowl appearances, six championships. Give me a break. And, and I'm not even and I'm not even counting the NFC championship appearances in which he lost, you know, two thousand and twelve to the Ravens, uh two thousand and six to the Colts. I mean, come on now.
1: Really now? We, we're, we're gonna have to kill
0: Tom Brady. <sighs> uh, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But yep. oh boy, Vernon. Thanks for joining me, pal. I appreciate it. We're we're gonna need we're gonna need you here with with uh with no sports. Yeah. So uh, don't 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 be a you're not you're not a stranger to the podcast. Yeah, of course. but uh, don't don't go that. too far because I, I, I might need you uh, around the corner. Yep. Welcome back to the a a T.I.S. podcast. Shout out to Brennan for joining us. We really appreciated that spot uh, with no sports to talk about. He will for sure be on uh, later in the future while this pandemic is still going around. And with no sports to talk about, I said why not get creative? And uh, like I brought up in the monologue, what I was going to do, and that is uh, review some movies, um, this time of the, uh, remember we review. I believe we reviewed Spider-Man Far From Home with Brendan back in the summertime, but this time around we're going to review, uh, two sports movies that I have seen within the last, uh, month or so, and that is Moneyball and, uh, the movie Miracle. I'll uh, we'll do Moneyball first because we'll, you know cause we're in the base uh, you know we're in baseball season. This is what should have been the opening weekend of the 2020 MLB season, but um, let's do Moneyball first, which um, was a movie that I liked. I've seen it. Tw- I saw it once in November. I, I say I saw it once in November and I saw it again um, back in. Uh, Either at the beginning of March or late February, I can't. I forget when, but um, but it was a good movie. Brad Pitt does an excellent job in it. Um, playing uh the, A's man the A's GM Billy Bean. Um, I like the movie because it's kind of like no. I mean, you got to deal with uh, you got a little bit of an element dealing with you know Bean and his daughter and um, you know that aspect of it and dealing with. And there's a little scene where, you know, Bean, you know, is talking with his uh with his ex wife and uh and and his ex wife's new husband who's a little you know, who's a bit crazy. Not nah, I shouldn't say crazy but a bit uh weird, you know, he's he you know, he goes against uh, Billy's wishes of giving her a cell phone. She's like ten, eleven years old, whatever the case might might be. You know he, he's 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 a little nutty. You know one of those um, you know j- dresses funky, does yoga, does you know walks around with with the uh with the Moses sevens on with the slip you know with the slippers probably you know, he, he has his little uh, drug stash somewhere. But I mean other than that, you really, you know no uh, no relationship garbage. No you know there's no sex in it or anything else. It's for the most part, it's it's like ninety five percent baseball related. Him running into Peter Brand of the Indians, and him you know getting him being from Maryland, going to school to Yale, getting a degree in economics, and him being like this base this analytical mathematician, baseball savvy genius that he ends up becoming, showing Billy a formula of how to replace um. With the three players, I believe, are Ehringhausen, um, Jason Giambi, of course, the uh, the A's uh, outfielder and first baseman, and um, and John, uh, and of course, uh, the electrifying at the time, the electrifying Johnny Damon, and how to basically use analytics to to replace those players that all went, uh to To the big boy teams that uh, that threw money at them, and the A's, of course, aren't the aren't the team that has the big budget. So what does Billy Bean do? He maneuvers, you know, puts tries to put together a decent team. Team gets off to a struggling start. They have the, of course, the twenty game winning streak, and uh, they went over a hundred games, but they failed to make the uh, World Series. As the World Series that year. Uh, occurred between the Angel rivals, their division rival in the L.A. Angels of Anaheim, Mike in Orange County. That is this little um, piece of information for you uh, as they uh, beat the 2002 uh, San Francisco Giants, who are the A's uh, cross-town rival. But, it, you know, it's a good movie. Written well. Um, Pitt, of, you know, like I said, Pitt does a good job in it. Um... Chris Pratt plays, um, Scott Hattieberg, the, uh, the broken catcher, now turned first baseman and hits the, uh, walk-off home. And the only reason why I'm saying it, in case you haven't seen it, is because it's, it's, It's literally copy-pasted from what happened in that 2002 MLB season. So, if you're old enough to remember the 2002 MLB season, I, of course, don't. Because that was, you know, because I was born the May of that season. I was born in, uh, the season started April 1st, 2002. I was born a month and 28 days, uh, a month and 28 days later, a month and, what, Four weeks, a month and four weeks later, yours truly was, was, you know, was born. So I have no recollection. I'm aware, of course, that Miguel Tejada won AL MVP. I'm aware that the Angels knocked off the Giants in the World Series uh, that year. I'm aware of the A's 20-game winning streak, of course, and Scott Hayberg. But unless you were, uh, you'd have to be, you'd have to be at least... 25 years old or older to remember the 2002 season but and you know it's it's a good movie it's a very very good movie if you're a baseball fan or if you're a Brad Pitt fan or if you like sports movies that that that's that's a good movie you know no nonsense it's just it's again 95 percent baseball five percent whatever it might be you know the you know Billy gets the interview with the Red Sox at the end of the movie. You know he says that he listens because it's the Red Sox, and you know, and and dear, and a thing that also gets underestimated. I kind of like in the movie is that throughout the A season, it has flashbacks into Billy's life because Billy was uh, was an ex MLB player. He played for. He started his career with the Mets, and then he en- he ended his career with the A's, which is how he got the uh, the front office job. But he started his career with the Mets, spent some time with uh, with the uh, with the A's, and then uh, not the A's with uh, the Twins. And uh, here you go: Mets from eighty four to eighty five, Twins 86, 87, Tigers a year in eighty eight. A's eighty nine, and then was a GM, and then as and then has held an executive position with the A's from the late nineties up until now. He, you know, he's a he. His title isn't you know officially a GM. You know, he's he he's from he's now vice president, but you know he's still like he's still like the guy as far as baseball operations are concerned. Uh, with with the A's, but. But in his birthday, how about that? Wow! So uh, at the time I'm recording this, I'm into the wee hours of the morning, one a.m. to be exact, of March twenty ninth, two thousand twenty, and whose birthday is it? Billy, Bean's, fifty eighth birthday. So happy birthday to Billy Bean. And uh, and it kind of goes as a flashback of of how he struggled as a major league player and how, when it comes with the Red Sox, how he didn't want to make, how he swore and promised himself he'd never make a decision to get out of money, which he did. Um, He opted to go to major league baseball rather than uh, going to Stanford on a joint baseball football scholarship who, you know, who could have competed with uh, John Elway for a for starting spot on his Stanford football team but um, he hit 501 junior, sophomore juniors junior years of high school, hit 300 his senior year and um, and uh, Mets got him first pick in the draft, their top pick and um, or not, not top pick, excuse me uh, where was he drafted? Um fell the twenty third pick, but taken by the Mets nevertheless and was um and they assigned Daryl Strawberry to play rookie ball with the other high school draftees while Bean was assigned to uh, A ball and of course Daryl Strawberry ended up being uh, the better player. But um yeah, it's it's a good movie. I, you know, if you got that baseball itch, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. it came out in September two thousand eleven. Brad Pitt's good. Movie's good. Take a stab at it. Yeah, who knows? You might like it. Um, as far as the movie Miracle is concerned, um, I saw that the weekend of the fortieth anniversary of the Miracle on Ice, U.S. defeat in the Russians. Uh in the nineteen eighty Lake Placid Winter Olympics. Um, and that one was a good movie. ESPN had it on. Uh which you know, and re- you know, commercials in that few far in between. ESPN knows how to do the commercials when they have those documentaries, how they have like a commercial break, one in every uh twenty twenty five to either it's twenty five to a half hour, whatever they have a commercial Kurt Russell, fantastic in the movie. Um, you know, it tells the story of how Kurt Rut, not Kurt Russell, but how um, Herb Brooks, the uh, hockey, the U.S. hockey coach, um, he failed to make the cut on a 19, I believe it was a 1960 team that uh, ended up winning the gold medal, and how it hurt Brooks. Um, that he had to essentially watch the team that cut him win a uh, you know win a gold medal with him with him being the last guy cut from the team, and he turns around um, and he and he turns and he turns around uh, twenty and he turns around twenty years later, and uh, and conducts one of the great greatest, uh, upset stories in the history of American sports, and helping, uh, in helping the United States capture the gold and defeat the hated Russians, which, which kicked their butt the la- the better part of 20 plus years dating back into the 60s, as far as, uh, the uh, Winter Olympics, and especially hockey, uh, is concerned, and they absolutely got there, you know, and, he did a great job of utilizing that um, that, um, that 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 war- that warm-up game against uh, against Russia that was played at um, that was played at Madison Square Garden. I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure I can find the score. Yeah, again, Madison Square Garden on February 9th when they got absolutely destroyed 10 to 3 and and how and how Brooks knew what knew what to say and knew uh knew how to act and what to say to certain players to make them to make them crack and to make them pop to turn on their the intensity of play and he he was he was an absolute mastermind of how he coached and how he Handled and managed his team, an an absolute mastermind in the movie, and and uh, Kurt Russell what well, did a did a did a phenomenal job in it as well, knowing how knowing how to push his players' buttons to uh to to get what they want, and and with uh, it's our time speech is one of the greatest uh speeches in the history of uh, American cinema and they go up there and they they defeat the Russians but the Al Michaels do you believe in miracles and everything else and uh, and for a person that isn't as big as a hockey guy you know uh, I'm, not, I'm not that big you know I'm, I'm I hockey is way down the list of uh of sports I'm into but I was into the miracle on ice back in February um and, uh, you know, and I understand, and I, no, I don't hate, I don't, you know, it's just not one of my, you know, it's just not my thing, it's not one of my favorite sports, but I don't hate the sport of hockey, I don't dislike, I'm not, not I'm dis, saying not dislike is, you know, it's being contradictory, but I don't hate the sport, I don't look down on the sport, I don't despise the sport, it's just, you know, I'm not a hockey guy. It's just the way it is. But I was into the uh, the miracle with the 40th anniversary, the miracle on ice, and what it meant. And of course, me just being a, a decent sports fan, it likes uh, competition that you know that has a you know that if I if I know and if I understand the sport of hockey, I, you know it wouldn't be it you know, wouldn't be uh, as big as a problem. And it's also one of those Disney movies that I have never seen prior to. Um, that night it aired on ESPN, but it was it was it was one one heck of a movie, one heck of a movie. Brooks worrying himself night and day on putting together the right team with the with the perfect game plan to defeat to defeat the Soviets as his as his main primary goal. Not even to like win the gold medal, but to make sure that they beat those damn Soviets. I mean. What what a job! What a job! What a job! What a job! And in the beginning of the movie, how he how he has to essentially unite the team, because the, because the team was made up of uh, of a bunch of uh, hockey players that were rival that were rivals with each other during their college days, and Brooks basically. Says, forget your little stupid ass nine robberies. Head back in college. We need to be. We need to come together. We need to become one. We need to be, you know, one big grand old United States of America in order to accomplish our goal of defeating the Russians and winning that uh and winning that gold medal. I mean, I mean, so it's it's an excellent movie, excellent movie. Take a break. I got two. Uh, items of business or it's two little news snippets to get to as far as Major League Baseball is concerned as far as uh, starting pitchers in the league are concerned take a break last segment of the show coming up don't go away back to Metallica TIA's podcast. A quick item of business as far as Major League Baseball is concerned, and then we'll uh, get you on up out of here uh, for this week's episode. Um, Chris Sale, um, to have Tommy John, Chris Sale and uh, no Syngard for that matter. Tommy John surgery for those two fellas. Um, news came down uh, this past week. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's kind of. I mean, with the coronavirus and everything else. I mean, it's it's the silver lining out of it is that they won't, is that there won't be physical games on the schedule that they'll miss, but they will still miss, a uh decent a long decent amount of time, with that injury, and both of those teams uh that are basically trying to tread water in order for them to stay competitive, um can't afford to basically have their aces um to be out um with uh with tommy john surgery i mean chris sale did not have a uh did not have a good um 2019 of course um era was high i mean was not his 2018 self under any circumstances and um Meanwhile, uh Noah Syndergaard has always been that guy that could that you know that could be uh the Mets current day uh uh Nolan Ryan or current day um got his name, uh Tom Seaver. There you go. Um and he just and he just can never, ever stay healthy. And both of those teams, Red Sox and the Mets, both need those pitchers to stay healthy and to give them quality starts, keep the ERA down, get guys out and uh go you know, go go six, seven innings, uh a start at least, and uh, get the job done and put their team in the best position to win and they can't because they have to get the Tommy John surgery done, which granted with the coronavirus is kinda puts things in this perspective a little bit. But from a baseball perspective, as if you're a Red Sox or a Mets fan, it it's, it's going to be tough not having, if you have a 2020 season, not, you're not going to have them for the 2020 season. And then they probably won't come back till, like, possibly maybe May May of the 2021 season. So, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, put things in proper perspective, of course, but, but it won't be easy with two teams that again are treading water in order for them to fancy themselves as a competitive uh as a competitive baseball team um for uh, 2020 and beyond but um but that's it that's all I got for you so uh thanks Justin Timberlake for that um want to thank Brendan for stopping by uh, earlier this program uh, appreciate him coming on the show appreciate y'all for listening out there stay safe stay hygienic stay in your homes wash your hands practice good hygiene follow me on Twitter at theJ shield follow the show on Twitter at I'm a th- At Ima underscore tell it, or excuse me, at Ima tell underscore it, T I S. Talk to you next week. God bless. Take care.